guys i am going on holiday i am so excited for this trip and i thought i would take you behind the scenes of my business for this episode and share with you how i prepare to take a holiday while running my own business and i probably need to put holiday in like quotes <laughs> because i do definitely still do a little bit of work while i'm on holiday and that is because I personally still love working and it's always been my dream ever since I started this business to be able to work from anywhere in the world. So I think it kind of depends on what your dreams are, your vision for life. You know, do you want to take four weeks completely off your business or do you still want the flexibility to be able to work a little bit every now and then? And the point for me is it's probably working at most an hour every day or an hour Monday to Friday and there's definitely going to be a period where I'm in Scotland where I would really love to have like a good phone detox so there will be good chunks of time where I'm not online at all and there will be days where my work again <laughs> in quotes will be as simple as editing content for my own social media pages which Honestly, I don't even consider work because I find it so much fun. And for me, like I'll be documenting the trip and making videos for my YouTube channel, which again, I don't consider work. And then some days there might be a little bit of client work, but I'm going to explain that in a second. And as we get into today's episode, what that kind of looks like. And I've basically put together five key tips. If you are wanting to take a holiday, a break from your business, or if you're wanting to do some traveling like me, I'm going to give you some insights, five tips, five steps for how I prepare my business for a four week holiday. Let's get into it. Welcome to the Dishing Up Digital Podcast. I'm your host, Alan, a former nine to five escapee turned six figure business owner. This is your place to learn everything there is to know about building your dream life and career as a social media manager. Whether you're just starting out and feeling lost and confused, or you want to take your current business to the next level and double your income, this is the podcast for you. Social media is such a powerful platform and it's enabled me to book out my services and smash the six-figure milestone with only 3,000 Instagram followers. So grab a cup of tea, coffee, a glass of rosé with me, and let's turn those dreams into a reality. Let's kick off with step number one, which is probably a little bit obvious, a little bit of a no-brainer, but it's getting organized and getting as much work as you can done before your trip, right? So for me, I actually have on my wall in my office a whole bunch of sticky notes for each day that is left before my trip or each work weekday that is left. And I plotted it out Monday, Friday, Monday to Friday and put a task that needed to be done on each one of those days. So for me, having that really strict organization and be like, okay, this project for this client must be done on Wednesday on X date. On Thursday, we're then going to move on to this. That kind of organization really helps me. So again, for me, I don't really do like a spontaneous four week trip um, out of the blue. For me, this is like a trip I've been planning for. When did we book flights? I think we booked flights just after Christmas. So a good five or so months uh, has been, has, has gone into planning this trip. So I have had time to prepare my client work and all of that kind of stuff. But really for me, the crunch time is the week before. Now, 
when I compare this to my days working in corporate, for me, honestly, it's not nearly as hard. Like I remember prepping to go on holiday to um, to Italy when I was working as, as a journalist and I would in there every day in the office by 8am at least and I would be working till 6, sometimes 7, just in the office in the real like last few days, that real crunch time, it would be no lunch breaks, it would be working like crazy. And when I compare that to where I am now, even though there's this you know heightened organization, there's doing work further in advance, for me, it's so much more chill. And I think that just comes down to, again, my own schedule and having control over that versus when I was in the corporate world, having been told what I had to do. For me, I have been very strategic about my workload and my launches for the past like three months. So you guys might have noticed I did like a really big launch promotional period for the Dishing Up Digital School and I was promoting that in March and then April was the month that I focused on delivering that. So if you guys missed it, I did like a live accelerator of the Dishing Up Digital School. So as well as access to the course, you also got access to four weeks of intensive Zoom calls with me. You also got a private one-on-one call with me, a private one-on-one call with my graphic designer, Hannah. And it was a really, really awesome experience. And I am thinking I loved it so much. I might run it again later this year. So hit me up in my DMs if you you are keen on that. Um, I said I was only going to do it once this year and then I did it. I was like, this is so much fun. We must we must do it again. We just must. But that was really strategic in my planning, like promoting it in March, executing it in April and selling a four month payment plan. I strategically set myself up to have a really big income month in March and April so that I could take more time off in um, May, in May and June while, while I'm away. And even to the point that I actually ended up dropping a client and ending a contract because I was just being super realistic about my workload. Like I wanted to take a break, but for me, I organized it. So even though I was dropping a client, I am not going to experience an income drop while I'm traveling because I have that big launch to support me from March and April. And then I have the continued payment plans rolling in from there. I also will have sales from my digital products, my social media manager template bundle, my various courses and payment plans from my mastermind. All of those little things are very intentional. I didn't just do a launch in March because I felt like it. I have planned out my year in terms of when I need to launch, when I need to take breaks, when I'm doing holidays. And that is all building up to this moment. So for me, getting organized is yes, assigning out the client work that I need to do, doing my client work a little bit further in advance. If I do it two weeks at a time, I'm probably doing it four or five weeks at a time now. If I'm doing it monthly, I might just extend it to six weeks so that when I come back, there's not a huge backlog that I need to dive into straight away. It's being very strategic in that sense, but also making sure that I have income coming in that I have clients on good contracts. I don't have anyone who's like rolling over in the middle of my holiday um, that I need to like suddenly put together a report for or a discovery call or well, not a discovery call, but like a check-in call. All of that stuff has been very strategically organized. And that is my best tip for you. My number one tip, if you're looking to take a break from your business, really look ahead and really be strategic about planning out your income, doing a big launch, 
the month before or two months before your break and also looking at how you could be generating some passive income and also potentially looking at cutting down that client load like Honestly, I wish I had done that when I'd taken my holiday last year. And we're going to talk a little bit about the lessons from that as we move through today's episode. The second tip I have for you is bringing in support. You guys know I love my outsourcing. I love bringing in contractors. I do think this is the best way to scale your business. I talk about this all the time, so I won't go too much in depth and be like a broken record. (laughs) But for me, I usually increase the hours that my contractors are working in the lead up to my holiday or while I'm on holiday so I can have even more of a break. I'll be honest, I haven't quite figured all of this out yet. Um, I'm pre-recording this podcast episode, so by the time you guys are listening to it, I'll be getting ready to head off on holiday, Um, which again is me being organized in advance. Podcast is pre-recorded. We're going to try batch create some YouTube videos as well. So things things are working well in that sense. Um, But I haven't fully fleshed out the hours of my contractors just because I'm waiting on one client to confirm um, how many like posts and what kind of content package they want to move on to because their contract renewed this month. But in the past, what worked really well for me is I actually bought on two new contractors, I believe, before my trip to South Africa last year, which was actually a five and a half week long trip. And in that I had um, time in Kruger Park, which is a like safari kind of vibe. And there's not great internet there. And yeah, there was like a, a lot of time spent with family, my boyfriend, South African, if you didn't know. So I had to make sure that I had that extra support. And I had more clients at that stage. I think I had six or seven full social media management clients. And I had one new contractor, Hannah, who is still my contractor, as I mentioned earlier, she did the one-on-one coaching calls with my students and she's been working with me for over a year, but that was a strategic hire for me. Like I hadn't had a second contractor in my business for the first two months of that year of 2022. And I knew that I would need one by the time I went away. So I hired her about like a month before I was leaving. So I had lots of time to train her up. And then the second extra person was someone that I brought in, especially for like the holiday to just completely take over one of my clients um, and take over managing that. And that worked really, really well. And honestly, the only reason I don't didn't continue working with that contractor was because I scaled down my client load and kind of realized that wasn't really one of my goals was to have a big team of contractors and build that agency. So that is the only reason we stopped working together. But maybe that's an option for you guys. If you're going on holiday, if you're taking a break from your business is just to bring in an extra contractor for that short period of time. And it worked really great for me. And I wouldn't consider doing it again this time just because I would rather scale up the hours of my existing contractors, but that is always an option for you. The best thing about having contractors as well is when you run into situations where there are problems while you're on holiday, which trust me happens and I don't want to talk through it on the podcast and air all the dirty laundry but when I was in South Africa last year I had some serious problems with like a client's business Um, a whole bunch of stuff blew up which involved me having to redo content Um, it wasn't anything to do with me it wasn't my fault at all it was just a super weird situation that you did not see coming And there were certain things that popped up like that in my holiday where essentially I didn't have control over what was happening, but I had to redo content. And for me, it was really helpful to have contractors that I could ring in and be like, hey, I'm stuck doing this thing. 
I am leading to the Cedarburg. I'm going camping in the mountains <laughs> in like three days. Can you support me with this content? Or likewise, when I had things that wouldn't download correctly, I could lean on those subcontractors. And I don't know what I would have done if I had just been me on holiday. So for me, I think there's definitely more I could bring my contractors in to, to help with. It's definitely a lesson, um, but it was definitely a good experience and what I'd recommend to everyone when they're going on holiday, have someone on the ground that you can contact in the case of an emergency, because trust me, weird stuff will happen. <laughs> this brings me really nicely to my third tip, which is all about creating white space in your holiday schedule for potential problems. And I'm very pro having white space in your calendar and in your schedule, like all the time. For me, I will never overstack my to-do list for every single day of the week. I will probably have days of the week where I have nothing scheduled because I know at some point during the week, some sort of issue is gonna pop up, something's gonna occur that needs my attention more urgently. And I just like having the flexibility of an open schedule where there is space for stuff like that. I definitely learned this the hard way when I was new to the job. I used to stack certain things on every single day and have a very full to-do list. And then when something went wrong, it would just be like the straw that broke the camel's back. I would go crazy. It would be tears. It would be tantrums and be like, oh God, this is so stressful. I hate this. So having white space in your calendar is important all the time. And especially for me while I'm on holiday. So to give you some insights to my client work, I will be making all of those reels, editing those reels, creating the layouts, and then I'll send them to my contractors for captions and my contractors for graphic support and stories. But my point is, is that I'm doing all of that stuff, the core content, before I head away on holiday. This means at this point, my to-do list for while I'm on holiday is literally just checking emails, checking in with contractors, and creating my own social media content, which again, I said is super fun and I don't even consider that work. But you know, I wanna be filming reels and TikToks and little vlogs and things while I'm away, capturing really awesome B-roll, all of that stuff. And of course, I still wanna be online to support my contractors if anything goes wrong, if they have a question for me or my clients. Um, and sometimes a client might pop in and be like, hey, we actually have this promotion that we forgot. Um, I had a client who messaged me yesterday, for example, I mean, I wasn't on holiday, but as an example, like they'd completely forgotten to tell me that it was their business birthday. So we wanted to quickly put together a post that was like, happy birthday, blah, blah, blah. We've been in business for this many years. So we put that together. And there are just certain things that pop up like that. And for me, I'm like, it's totally fine if a client has the odd last minute request. You know, I'm here to make their life easier. I'm not going to charge them more for like editing one post. But I am just aware that I want to have space to do those kind of things on holiday. Or it might just be a case of I want the time to be able to check my emails, make sure I assign that task to the right contractor and that it gets done. But as a whole, all the posts, all the Twitter posts, all the reels, everything for clients is going to be done by the time I leave and there won't be that much to do. And that's me creating that white space in my calendar to just be like, okay, I'm going to get up an hour early every day before I go off and I see Buckingham Palace, before I go off to the Scottish Highlands, <laughs> all of those fun things. There's just going to be between 30, 60 minutes every morning where I wake up, check my emails, check my posts, check my Instagram DMs, all of that good stuff. Obviously with my course, I also might get people inquiring with questions about signing up for the Dishing Up Digital School, and I'm always available to answer those. I also have my mastermind group 
they are probably the only ones that I'll still still do like calls with while I'm away. Uh, but there's only three of them and I love those ladies to bits. So for me to jump on a call just, you know, during the downtime, a day when we don't have much on, that's very easy for me to do. So that's a bit of an insight into the workload and how I'm preparing for that. My fourth tip is probably one that you've been wondering about <laughs> as you've been listening to this episode. But what do you tell your t clients in this situation? And for me, tip number four is all about just clear communication with your clients. So I don't think I've notified many of them yet. They'll probably know if they follow me on social, I've been talking about my trip to London. But what I'll do next week, which will be about a week before I'm leaving, I will message them and I will let them know like, I'm gonna be away on these dates overseas, but I'll still be online and still working each day. Uh, just please understand that because of time zones and because of other things that I'll be on the doing on the trip, uh, the turnaround time for any kind of response to an email probably will be a little bit slower. So for me, it's just about being really clear with my clients. This is when I'm going to be away. I'm still online to support you, but just know I'll need a little bit noticed, uh, a little bit more notice than usual, which for me has worked every time. I've never had a client have an issue with that. Um, I have a client who, the one that who's about to roll over on their contract, we're meeting this Friday. So I will probably just tell them on the Zoom call as a heads up, hey, I'm gonna be away for these dates. Anyone that I feel might be a little bit nervous, I'll tell them I'm bringing in my contractor, Hannah or Fleur, and they're also gonna be available with content support. And sometimes I even, for my uh, particular clients, I will forward them the details, the contact details of my contractors and just say you can CC them into any emails with any urgent inquiries. I also sometimes will let clients know my completely offline days. So for example, when I'm in Scotland, it will be like, these are the days where I won't be contactable or when I'm flying, because <laughs> I fly from New Zealand, it's like 24 hours of flying um, and I'm going to be on a plane and I'm not going to be checking my work emails while I'm in the air. I mean, some planes these days have Wi-Fi on them, but I kind of like being just disconnected on a plane. Like there's something like, Maybe this is me just like showing my age, but there's something just like I love about being in the air and just having no way to contact anyone. <laughs> like I don't want to be on my phone. I don't want to be sending emails. My final tip for you and something that's really important to remind yourself of if you're preparing for a holiday or a break from your business is to not feel guilty. I know in this episode I've talked all about, you know, the organization, contractors, all of that kind of like more businessy technical stuff. But I think it's really important to address this point as well. And there was no way I could not talk about this on this episode because it's something that I struggle with a lot. I do feel really guilty when I take time off of my business still. I'm definitely getting better at it. <laughs> um, but for me, I think, and again, I wrote about this in my book, but I really feel like when you're a creative person, you do need breaks from your business and it actually benefits you in the long run and it actually benefits your clients in the wrong long run. If you're taking breaks, you can build up that creative energy, refill that um, kind of creative thought idea process. Like for me, when I travel, I get really inspired versus sitting at my desk every single day, working eight hours a day, creating Instagram posts. It kind of gets a bit boring. For me, it's important to have those breaks to refresh myself, to come back with more creative juices, more creative energy, and that benefits my clients. So start shifting your mindset instead of fe feeling guilty. Remind yourself of how holidays and taking breaks actually 
can lead you to being more refreshed and can actually benefit your business and also your client's business in the long run. I think it's also important that I've never had a situation where my client's being angry that I'm taking a break or a holiday. Um, again, I continue posting. If you guys like, I didn't really explain that well on this episode, but I hope you picked up on the fact like my client's posting schedule stays the same. It's just me preparing the posts a bit further in advance, bringing contractors, um, scheduling the posts a little bit more and relying on that. That is kind of like my process when I go away. So I can keep my client invoices to the same like payment. I'm not, not losing any money, but I think clients are really understanding like Everybody takes holidays. In a corporate job, you get annual leave. As a freelancer, you don't get annual leave. So you have to be that much more organized to keep income flowing in your business while you're away. And I think clients naturally understand that. You know, they're business owners themselves and they like to take breaks. So I think it's kind of, it's not something you should be stressing or worrying about telling your clients that you're going on holiday or feeling guilty or being like, oh, but I'm getting paid to work because you're still delivering the content. You're just doing it further in advance and you're just probably scheduling a little bit more than usual. But remember, you're going to come back with more energy. It's important to take those breaks and don't feel guilty about it. I feel like I'm literally giving myself a pep talk right now because I definitely struggle with this one. But I hope today's episode was helpful and gave you some insights into how I'm preparing for my holiday. Um, I would also love to do like a follow-up episode once I'm back to kind of like reflect on this experience and any lessons learned because I know when I went to South Africa last year, I was like so prepared and I thought I was so ready. And then I realized I just had not done enough work in advance and I didn't have that white space in my calendar and to be honest I didn't have the right clients I didn't have the right clients who respected my boundaries as well and now I feel like I'm in a really good place so touch wood that everything goes according to plan and I will check back in with you guys once I am back from four four and a half weeks in the UK